0: evening, everyone. Good afternoon, I guess, whatever you want to say. It's 4 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, June 25th, MAOB Daily Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, always so Adam Martin. Joy drum by the big Marcel here. Uh, typically, guys, we do do the show Monday evenings. Obviously, Marcel had asked me to do it on Sunday. Um, I wasn't sure at first if I could, but I uh, was able to end up doing it. So getting it out of the way, um, still plan on doing the Mondays, I guess. But uh, this week, Marcel needed to... Uh, you need the day off right so anyways Marcel we're, we're here on Sunday evening man we're going to recap UFC Jacksonville how's it going man how's your weekend so far
1: yeah man all good man I'm happy you uh you you had the time to do it man uh getting some time off on bagging chicks you normally do so I'm uh really happy for that <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I love you dude. Time. you're the best you're the best wingman ever man I appreciate it <laughs> but yeah I'm doing well man I mean um uh, Man, what was a long card yesterday? You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, yep. it, it it feels longer for me because it's earlier. You know, when it's at night, yep. it's go quicker, in my opinion. But it was a fun card overall, I think. But um, yeah, I mean, we had so, I, I, we definitely have to talk about PFL as well. I think you know.
0: I agree. We'll, we'll talk about both. Glad yeah. um, you guys got a bunch of people in the chat right now on Sunday. So I appreciate that, guys. On short notice too, we appreciate it. Doing good, Marcel. I just pitched two uh, softball games. I'm exhausted. It was so hot outside, dude. It's like super, super hot playing in the middle of the day. But uh ended up going one and one. Won the first game today and uh, lost the second one. But fun day. And we'll talk about the fights now. That's want to get the comments and we'll get into the fights, guys. We've got Glenn here as always. Even, Glenn, even on a short notice Sunday, you make it. So I appreciate that hype. So not used to this Sunday. I mean, we're, Monday's still the podcast. But, uh, you're, you know, it's the summer anyways. Marcel's got a few things to do. So mm-hmm. had to switch it up, boys. For today, appreciate you guys joining us. We've got Paul here. Ch- Paul, what's going on, then? Glad to have you in the chat, my friend. I agree with you. It was, it was kind of a weird card. There were some, like, really shit fights, but there was, like, three or four amazing fights, and we're going to mm-hmm. get into them. Like, if there's any card to give out more bonuses, it was this one. I really yeah. think so. We'll, we'll talk about that, because I know you... are oh. I saw your tweet about uh, Peek and, and Chepe, mm-hmm. and I completely agree. We'll, we'll talk about that fight in a few minutes. By still. the way,
1: guys, you always see me drinking Monster here. Yeah? I just want to say we're not sponsored, but Monster, if you see this,
0: I mean... I'm, I'm having a beverage, that. too, but uh, <laughs> I'm not sponsored by this company, either. But it's delicious, by the way. Uh, a couple other comments here. We got Joe in the chat, as always. Joe, what's up, man? Glad to have you here, my friend. Antoine, what's up, bro? Glad to have you here, my friend. We got Wani. Uh, to- oh yeah, we're gonna talk about PFL, and we'll talk about we'll talk about Zuck and, and Elon as well. It's such bullshit, but we'll still talk about well, it. What's with all these fighters willing to train them? Oh, please let me train you. Oh, it's, please let it's, me train you. It's, it's cloud, it's cloud chasing, yeah, and yeah. it's kind of like GSP even did it, and it's kind of disappointing a little bit. But like at the same time, also they're gonna make a lot of money too, like by training these guys, right? So, anyways, we'll talk about that after. Let's get some more comments here. Um, Macy, yeah, we'll talk about Macy. I agree, I agree with Glenn. The main cover is really good, actually. I'd say it's better than okay, Glenn. I think it was pretty fucking great, to be honest with you. Um, Patrick, what's up, man? The absolute best of the business back at it. How are we doing today, boys? We're doing good, man, especially after that uh comment there, my friend. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, we'll talk about PFL in, in a few minutes. Uh, what's up, boys? Hey, Chris, what's up, man? He says, interesting card, great fights. Some done, dude, completely agreed, and we're going to talk about that. Yes, a lot of over, especially in the prelims, like a lot of fights that. <laughs> Fuck, man. If you told me that Chepe A and Peak were going to go three rounds, like I would have bet all oh, my savings on the over. But I mean, what, what was the odds of that? Uh Baru and Rebus was a, a great fight. He best, I should say. Uh, oh, here, Marcel. What will Marcel offer Hans Mullencap to get that monster sponsorship? That's that guy that Dominic Cruz is like friends with that he's riding the bicycle. You know that picture? Yeah, I, I mean, he has a Dutch name. So he should. <laughs> That's Dutch name, dude. That's one of yeah. yeah, I know. Paul's talking about Santos. Okay, let's just get into the fights, guys. We we uh I think we've did enough for the introduction, so we're gonna <laughs> yeah. recap the card. 13 fights to to recap. We obviously lost a fight, um, which sucks because yeah. uh, Marcel, I, I gotta be honest with you, like I was really looking forward to seeing Tyra you know put on another show. The guy's really you will good. See him soon, that's all I can say. Singapore sooner. I'm not i i kind of say hope but it, you'll okay. see him soon. Well, I'm going to be in 290. I've heard there's a rumor potentially could be on that card. Do you have, you will you see him soon. Okay, yay! But are they going to rebook it or no? I I'm not going to say this. It. Not done yet. So I try, guys. This guy Marcel knows a lot more than you guys think. He knows a lot more than I think. He just can't say it because he doesn't want to. Like he wasn't. His sources tell him the shit because they trust him. If he just goes, he's like, hey guys, I'm on the MMA OVD podcast, I'm going to break all my nudes here. Uh, I get it, Marcel, trust me, but I still have to try. I've got to try. It so if try I could, it.
1: I would, but I cannot right now.
0: So Totally get it. Anyways, we lost that fight, which sucks. Stupid guy misses weight again, but uh, it is what it is. We did have 13 fights. There were some really good fights, some some not so good ones. Let's just start from the top, work our way down. Um, overall, I mean, this was, I think it was a harder card to pick because a lot of upsets, right? And a lot that... Definitely the beginning. There was a lot of exactly in the prelims, right? Like the first four fights were upset. Suddenly, the new card was a few more. Like not really many people would have guessed that happening. You know what I mean? There's a few fights that I thought could have gone either way, or a few fights with kind of weird lines, but a lot of fights that just didn't go the way I thought. So I ended up going six and six on this card, Marcel. So after last week, I think I went what eleven and one or ten and one or whatever. Kind of a step back, but hey, it is what it is. You know, I ended up doing okay with with my betting just because I picked my spots. I always tell you guys, pick your spots, don't bet every single fight. Um, anyways, let's just go from the top, work our way down. Main event, El Matador. Ilya Topuria puts on an absolute uh, amazing performance here. Wins a, a wide unanimous decision, Marcel. Both the wise he gets. 50-42 from Chris Lee. 50-44 from Sal Diamato, 49-45 from Eric Colon. Um We have a lot to talk about this fight. So <clears throat> let me just get into it and I'll let you talk to you, Marcel. Um, I mean, I thought topur would win. And, and I thought he would dominate the fight. I did think he would finish the fight. Josh Emmett's about as tough as it fucking comes, guys. Like, I mean, most yeah. people would have been finished. This guy is extremely tough. Extremely durable. And, you know, Marcel, it's like, yeah, he's got a great chip, but he was just also in fantastic shape. He was in great shape. Like, this guy was still going forward in the fifth round after eating all that, all those damage. So, very impressive that he was able to eat the damage. But, obviously, Topuria put on a one-sided beatdown here. It's crazy, right? Last week, we had a one-sided beatdown. We have it another week. And there was that Dern and Hill fight, like, a month ago or whatever. That was one-sided, too. So, we've had a few of these one-sided uh, main events this year, which is crazy. Um, this fight was uh, very one-sided. Uh Haley Topuri landed 152 significant strikes compared to 87 for Josh Emmett. He also scored a knockdown, three takedowns. He looked amazing, man. He looked great the entire fight. Um, I mean, there's nothing really else to say. He looked amazing. He's He absolutely should get the next title shot at 145. He's ready for it. I don't know if he'll beat Volk or Yair. I don't I don't know. Yair, I think he could beat Volk. I, I still don't know if he'll beat Volk, but he absolutely deserves a title shot. Um, just getting into Emmett, I, I, you know, he's super tough. I think the corner should have stopped the fight. I think that, you know, Dan Castillo is a respected coach. Um, res- was a respected fighter, but I didn't really like the corner advice in this fight. Basically saying like, you're doing a great job. Get back out there. Like I, I, I will say that the corner probably won him the 50 grand for fight of the night. Cause they kept sending him back out there. But Marcel, at some point, don't you think that, Hey, let's just throw the towel in or, let's c- or call a corner stoppage. Like we've seen that before in MMA, not the towel throwing, but the corner stoppages, especially after the fourth round. I gave the fourth round a 10-8 scorecard. That's what Sal D'Amato gave and Eric Colon. Chris Lee gave it 10-7. I don't know about that. 10-7 is, is pretty extreme, but at the same time, I don't hate it either um, because that's about as close as it gets to like, finishing a guy where you don't finish him. So didn't hate it, but I kind of thought it was 10-8. Uh, also the 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 one judge that gave the first round to Emmett, like what is he watching? <laughs> like, I was thinking like what round did they give to him? I thought maybe the fifth round because Emmett actually did well like the, the, the first couple of minutes and then he got taken down, and beat up. So you can't give him that round really either. Um I again, I had it 50-44, but I mean there's no doubt he won the fight. He looked amazing. Um they won fight the night, Marcel. I know that's really controversial in your opinion. I agree with you, by the way. I think it is too it was a good fight, but a one-sided fight, you know? Um Anyways, it, it, it yeah. I mean, I can't complain too much. Like, it was it was a good main event. Elliot looked great, like I thought, and he uh, pretty much announced his name as the next contender. And Emmett is tough as fucking nails. Like, you know, Emmett. Like again, Marcel, he's on the decline. There's no doubt, but the guy still puts on fucking great fights. Like, think about some of the fights he's been in, guys. Like the Calvin Kier fight last year was a war. The fight with Shane Burgos two years ago was a fucking war, or three years ago, actually, I should say. That fight was a war, and he's had some other amazing knockouts too. So, you know, Emmett. At this point in his career, Marcel, he's not a contender anymore, I don't think. Like, he's still top 10, obviously, but the guy's fun to watch. So, he's a fun guy to watch, and Topuri is amazing. So, anyways, give me your thoughts, man, on, on the fight. I think I said everything I wanted to say. Go ahead.
1: Marcel. Do
0: you hear me? Yeah, I can hear
1: you. Yeah, I forgot to plug in my mic. <laughs> <laughs> give
0: me your song. thoughts on the fight, main event. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, Ilya looked great, you know. Yeah. Um... He was dominating man. He was, I don't want to say he was toying with him, but it pretty much looked like it at a certain moment, you know, and George is just super tough. Like you, I didn't like the coroner advice at all. You know, it was more like, it, I don't want to say too bad stuff, but it was more like friends. Helping friends and coaching, really. You know, it's like you're doing good, dudes. Let's go, let's go, put it together. You can do it, you know. And you saw what well, was nothing going to happen, man. Um I am mean, just super, super tough, man. I think most people would, would be uh, would, would would be stopped by Topuria, you know, and Topuria to put some uh, exc- exclamation point on it takes him down in the fifth round and dominates him there as well. So, yeah, good win by Topuria. I expect the finish, not going to lie, but uh, I don't think. Did anything uh, bad to to the performance that he didn't get the finish? I think he looked really good. Um, yeah, listen, man, I like to see him fight the winner of Folk, Jair. If they don't do that, they can do Ortega. I don't mind that either, you know. But, uh, I mean, I, I like to see him fight next for the title. I think he's really good, and it's a five rounder, you know. You don't see it often that, uh, I mean, uh, new contenders uh, being so dominant in a five rounder, you know. Um, so yeah, I like
0: it. I mean, I, I, there's no doubt. What do you think of the scorecards? How did you how, you had a 50-40-42, right? Same as me. Yeah,
1: man. I mean, how can you give round one to Emmett? I don't see it. You know, <laughs> They're really weird. You know, I, I, I,
0: and the Uh-oh.
1: ten, the ten, listen, the ten-seven is less worse than the ten-nine to Emmet. That's what I think. Yeah, but I agree with that. It's uh, yeah, but I mean, it was a clear win for Ilya. You know, and uh, yeah, pretty much we both picked Ilya. I expected so, him to finish, but still, I mean, he did not Like I said, he didn't finish, but it still looked great what he did. So, yeah, good win.
0: i think so, taken in all his yeah. fights in the UFC now, I think. You know what's crazy? The the guy who gave him the hardest fight by far so, was well. Jai Herbert. No, Jai Herbert.
1: Yeah, okay, but there was a lightweight.
0: Yeah, that's true. I agree with that, but I'm just saying he actually knocked it down and almost finished him, right? um, Zalal so mm-hmm. was the only guy that was able to survive, which is crazy. That sure. guy should be in the UFC, I think, right? Like, he kind of got cut 3-3, uh, three three, right? 3-3-1, three, three, but still. Super tough. Um, yeah, I agree with everything you say. Just a couple of comments here, guys. I uh, was <laughs> trying to extract the info. I'm trying my best. Like I really am. <laughs> Marcel, blink if Tyra's on 290. No, he's not going to do it. And blink of Candy, Hans. That's true. I think this is true. This is what I'm hearing too. I think you're hearing it too, Marcel. Um, Brendan Allen uh, talked about it at the press call. Yeah, Brennan. that's where I
1: heard it, but I didn't hear yeah. it before. So, I mean.
0: Ali told him that. That's what he said. And he's like, oh, I shouldn't have said that or something like that. It seems like that's the fight. And I would imagine the winner gets a title shot, I, I guess, later. Like, maybe probably next year.
1: Hmm.
0: Pro- I would guess in Abu Dhabi, right? That fight, I would imagine.
1: I would say, sense. yeah.
0: Yeah. It sucks, though, because it should be a five-rounder. But it's going to be three, I would imagine. Um, It should be five. I agree, Paul. <laughs> 49-45 is fucked. Like, it's crazy. Georgie. Georgie, your guys are so good now, man. You know what? I'm going to give him credit because he was like – I don't know how many Georgian MMA, like journalists are out there. And this guy was like the, the trailblazer for it when you think about it, So maybe there's someone else like, I can't think of. But uh, I got to give you credit, Georgie, because you've been talking about these guys for a long time. And I'll be honest, man, it took me a little while to get in the bandwagon at first. But now it's like I find it impossible to pick against these guys like Dolidze, Marab, um, obviously Topuria. Now, here's the thing about Topuria. He's born in Germany. He's Georgian background but he's from Spain. He lived in Spain. What what is this guy's background? What is his background Marcel?
1: I think his parents are from Georgia. Uh he is how do you say that he he got bo- he was born in in Germany and he moved yeah. to Spain. That's what I think, you know. Yeah. And um he he represents Spain and Georgia both, you know. I know I know the uh, the people at Eurosport Spain, they also have the the broadcast rights are really high on them and they had them on, the sh- on the show a couple of times. Yep. So um he, he represents both. You know, he also can talk Spanish. Um, uh, I, I think he, uh, even Sergio Ramos, a uh, very famous uh, football player, yep. the guy says soccer, uh, was cage was, uh, side. To well, watch I noticed the
0: game. guy's wife. I didn't notice him, but I noticed the guy's wife. <laughs> I don't know if he saw. Man, wow. These 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 soccer players, man, they just kill a name or jeez, like, Yeah. Um, and even actually, Ilya. I, I saw it, his wife was at the press conference. I mean, these guys. Well, I guess if you're in a really good shape athlete, that's amazing at what you do. Then I guess the women love you, eh, Marcel. That's yeah. fair to say. Um, a couple other comments here. <clears throat> Patrick says, "Four uh, words remind me of Volk and Adesanya would have done on their way to the title." Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was complete, complete domination. Oh yeah, Giga. Obviously, I forgot about him. Uh, just taking notes from Ilya. I mean, he's still one of the best guys. Um, after seeing Ilya, look like. Pick Ilya to beat Yair if they fought. Not even Volk just Yair. Yeah, so nobody if he'll beat uh, Volk, but I would pick it against Yair right now. I would. I know you would too, right? You would. Yeah. What about, about Volk? I don't. Think I'm I not could. sure. I'm not. Yeah, sure. I don't know either. Because the thing is, like, he did look good, but he also got tagged quite a bit too in this fight. You know, like he did get hit a lot. Volk is like very good at not getting hit, so like it'd be a good fight. I think if they, if they do fight, I think Ilya will push the grappling more. I would imagine in that fight yeah. because Volk he is should. so good in the feet. Yeah. I don't think they even mentioned Georgia, heavily pushing Spanish. Yeah, I agree with that. It seems like they do want an event there. Have you heard anything about that, Marcel? Potentially, maybe like next year? I have no eventually. idea, I no idea. Because they have him, they have Joel Alvarez. Um, what's the other guy's name? He's retired, I guess, now, right? Uh, Juan Espino, he's retired. Yeah. Maybe there's someone else I can't think of. Um, Georgie, thanks, man. He was born in Germany by Georgia parents. From 5 to 17, lived in Georgia, moved to Spain, lives there. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy, right? Like, he's only been training MMA for like, I want to say 10 years or something, like roughly that. Like, and he's one of the best guys in the world. It's pretty amazing. So, tremendous yeah. athlete. I mean, we all know that, right?
1: Yeah, uh, man. I think I said the story many times. First time I saw him was uh, in Cage Warriors in Belgium, where yeah. he fought for the title. Uh he was yeah. abandoned weight back then and he missed weight, so he wasn't eligible. But he uh, submitted his, his opponent within two minutes or something. And that's the moment I, I took notice of him, you know. And he was promoted back then from Alic- Alicante Spain, I think, you know. So I didn't even know he was from—he was Georgian. I thought he had a weird name for his first Spanish guy, you know. Tapuria sounds Georgian. So um, then I went a little bit background search. And uh, dude is good, man. We, we Listen, man, you as well. I remember we talked about when he came into the UFC uh, his debut against Alal. We were both high on them already. So I mean yep. um but yeah and he's he, just getting better, he's better. improving, yeah. which
0: is yeah, he's I know. That's the thing, like and how old is he? Twenty-six, honestly. He's 26? super young,
1: yeah. He's 26. Let
0: me five. double check that. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I think he's 26, or is he twenty? He's like, he's like young yeah. He's 26, yeah. I mean, these guys are so good and they're so young. He's nothing but impressive, man. I mean, I how could you watch that fight and not be impressed? But again, we've been impressed for a while now, like mm-hmm. 14 and 0, um Six and owned UFC with four finishes. Four finishes. Pretty fucking impressive. He won bonuses his last three fights. The guy's a bonus machine. He's just absolutely killing it right now. <coughs> He's one of my favorite fighters to watch right now, Marshall. I got to be honest. Would you guys have an Ilya matched up? I picked. I was going to pick Ilya. I know you were too, right? It's and Mavstov is good, but I, I think Ilian and T-Yan actually happened. Is that was that ever supposed to happen?
1: Did, I've read that that was supposed to be uh both uh debut fights uh, or, or or I think Ilyas uh, debut in Moscow but Jan fought Yin's uh did he fought so Yin Susan I'm not sure could be Yin Susan.
0: Right, right. Um what's his name? Georgie has another guy. He's talking with his brother Alexandra uh Tofuria, yeah. five and one. He says he's a copy yeah, tr- version of Ilya he's, he's he trying
1: tried. to get in the UFC as well. Yeah he's pretty good, you know he but, made his uh,
0: debut ten years ago and he's uh he just start he took six years off. That's interesting. He lost and then took serious, six years off and now he's three and with three finishes in the first round. So maybe he's an interesting prospect too. Although I'm looking at the competition, it's not great. Um but I mean, like if he's aiming like his brother, man, I mean these guys are probably special athletes. E- Evloyev is good too, but I mean Topuria, I think I don't know, Evloyev is good, but he struggled with Diego Lopez, who's not even a ranked fighter. Like Topuria just ran through Josh Emmett like no one else has. And I know some people are going to say, like, you know, Josh, he's taking some damage out of those wars, like, with Cater and with Bright Yair and stuff. I get that. But, like, at the same time, like, what this guy did was just unbelievable, like, the way he just beat him down for five rounds. Again, real thought right. he finished the fight. I'm almost more impressed that he did it for five rounds in a way, you know? But
1: I think Movsar is really good, you know. But if you look, I, uh, imagine do a five round with Movsar against um, Ilya. Ilya got the cardio for five rounds, but does Movsar have it, you know? And we know. all know Movsar is a slow starter normally. He can uh, always the first round he, he struggles mostly, but he wins later. Um, would be a fun fight, man, you know. But gotta say, man, Ilya is a little bit away now, man, after this Josh Emmett uh, win. So Movsar needs another. I, listen, it's not on Mostar, you know, because people pulling out. But he he needs a bigger win, you know. And actually, they, they were supposed to fight, I think, twice. Mostar and Ilya both guys pulled out one time, I think. If I'm correct, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, yeah, maybe down the line we see that fight, but not right now. I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I'm just reading about Tapera. I thought I forgot he was supposed to fight Charles Jordan. Like that would have been a fun fight, mm-hmm. although you uh, would have won, obviously. Yeah. Gotta yeah. uh, give Mobs Josh. I mean, that would be good, too. I don't know what they're going to do with Josh next, but I'm fine with that fight. Josh should take like six months off, though, at least. It like was the up. Uh, yeah, for sure. All right. I think we'll go to the next fight, Marcel. Uh, Macy Barber puts on a... I mean, this was her best performance by far in the UFC. She gets yeah. the finish here over Amanda Hiba. Second round TKO. Great fight. I think this could have been a fight of the night, too. Um, I'm fine with performance bonus, obviously, because she got the finish. This was the best performance Macy's ever had in the UFC. Marcel... Quietly, she's 8-2 in the UFC with four finishes. She's on a five-fight win streak. Again, I don't think she'd be Andrea Lee and Miranda Maverick, but on paper, she did get those wins. So she is on a five-fight win streak. She's still only 25 years old. Um, Man, I mean, like, gotta be honest. For a while, I thought she was pretty overrated. I'm not gonna lie, but, like, this is a huge win. This was a fucking big win for her, guys. And what's impressive to me is, like, it was only three months after the Lee fight. Like, she just got so much better in that time um he boss probably should go back down to 115 and imagine she'll be a better fighter there at 125 she hasn't had that much success she's one in she's one and two at 125 but at uh, 115 she was five and one so i'd imagine she moves back down um man she got she got beaten down dude like the elbows were so brutal i think the fight could have been stopped even sooner potentially too um but yeah he uh barber looked amazing he boss got destroyed what do you think man
1: yeah, man. I mean, this was definitely Barbara's best uh, best performance so far. Uh, I'm still not super convinced, to be really honest. I thought Rebus, listen, man, you know I love Amanda, but she felt stupid, man, at certain moments. You know, you know Macy can hit hard and she just tried to get the fight to the ground. You know, you're you're probably, although she's bigger, I know. But that was was her best best thing to do, you know. She's not going to win a striking battle with Macy, you know. We see uh, we saw Amanda being tagged and being stopped before, you know. So I thought it wasn't good uh, good decision what she did, but still, you know, good win for Macy Barber. I think she should fight Serminara next, man. I think that would be a fun fight. Um, which fight? Sorry, which fight? Uh, Caitlyn, yes, yeah, Shukagian. She's Serminara's now. is her name. So Caitlin Shukagian. What?
0: They changed, She changed her name.
1: Yeah, man. Officially. Is that
0: married, married to that guy? Oh.
1: Yeah, I think so. It's officially Sarminara now. So um yeah, I think Oh, I see true. I see
0: it now. Yeah, yeah. What's the guy? He's like a wrestling coach or something, I think. Something like that? Her husband? I, I
1: have no idea. It it sounded like uh, Marinara. So uh <laughs> but uh yeah, I don't know. Um No,
0: I I I think he's like a fighter too or something. I don't know if he's a fighter, but I, he's I, definitely involved in MMA somehow. Bro, I know what you're talking about. Good for her, though.
1: You know, so, but I think that's a, the fight to make, you know. I mean, Shukagian has been on the top for years. Now she's number six, I think. I think uh, Macy probably gets that number eight spot of rebus. And almost everybody's booked besides Shukagian, uh, Murphy, and Maya, I think, you know. So one of those three make makes sense. She wants Alexa Grasso rematch. She needs more uh, more wins to get there, I think. Um Yeah. Give her Shukagian, uh, Sermonara. I, I like that fight, you know, because...
0: She can win that fight, too.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, and you, we all know, uh, I got to keep saying Sermonara. Sermonara is always, like, super, how do you say that? Basic, but she win, She knows how to win fights, you know? So it's still yep. impressive if you beat her. You saw Fioro had yeah. trouble with her, and she, she barely got, got past her but she get, did get past her, and now she's in the top, you know, so for Barbara, it would be a good win, I think, so, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, and you're right, Manon only won that fight twenty nine twenty eight, and before that, Macy or, um, uh, Caitlin had four straight wins, so, yeah, I think that's a good fight, Marcel, it makes sense, and, and you know, if Barbara wins that fight, you could potentially even give her a title shot, you know, because she's been asking for a long time, and I get it, guys, you'd be like, well, she's not ready for the belt, but she's already fought Grosso and actually, that fight was competitive, it was 29-28 as well, so, let, Anyways, let's
1: be uh, re- let, let's ahead. be really honest. Most fights of Alexa Grasso are competitive. They nobody, are. She's, let's. She's I, not I, a I like. Champion, dude. Yeah, I like Alexa a lot, but nobody, at least like let's say ninety five percent of the people didn't expect her to beat Shevchenko.
0: I, so, I never thought she'd be a champion so, in the OC. Yeah, I'm sorry. So yeah.
1: So to say, Barber's fight against Grasso was competitive. Yeah, it was, but most of Grasso's fights are competitive. So it, it doesn't really say anything to me. You know what I mean?
0: No, I totally understand that. um Let's see here. Uh sorry. All right, I think there's no comments here. Great tweet in the Barbie yesterday. Yeah, I am basically saying like everyone's calling overrated, but like when you think about it, eight and two records pretty fucking good. I mean it could be six and four with those two splits, but on paper, eight and two, she's doing something the judges like. And again, she needed to make a statement by getting a finish, and she did it. So it was very impressive. Yeah, it was. So that Adam, I, I think she has no power these girls at 125, like a man at 115. Me too, man. I want to see her face get smashed in, man. She's too beautiful to like to, for her to like get her face ruined by getting all these elbows and stuff. I, I I'm a big rehebis fan, So I know you are too. We're big Hebas fans of the podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she got she got destroyed, man. That was brutal. I think the fight could have stopped sooner. She is inconsistent. I agree with that. Pretty simple occlusion. Lots of fights, Patty beats Topuria. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 She'll never do that fight. That fight's never happening, dear right? It will never happen. Um yeah, Patty's lucky that he's injured because maybe they would have booked it, but he's not gonna do it now. If UFC has smart you do your Rebest. Like I said, that's a good looking fight. I'll say that. Um yeah, Kaitlin. Kaitlin's still competitive though, man. She always beat Menon, and Menon is, you know, fighting, you know. We'll talk about the rose fight later, Marcel, if anything, but uh yeah. Like a man this still is a win over v- Vienna. Exactly. All right, next fight here. <sighs> no contest between Austin Lane, Justin Taufa. Really disappointing. Um yeah, man. I mean, listen, like, it was a brutal eye poke. One of the worst I've ever seen, to be honest. Like, and his eye blew up so fucking quick. I got a few things to say about this fight. First off, um, the doctor being like, oh, let's just wait five minutes. Like, dude, why? <laughs> send the guy to the – I saw Eric Nixick's tweak. He's like, why are we doing this? Like, send this guy to the hospital so he doesn't lose his fucking eyesight. Like, yeah. dude, his eye was fucked. Like, it was It was one of the worst – think about Austin Lane is a massive person. <laughs> He's 6'6", 250. Like, he's a massive guy. Like, I'd be scared of that guy, Marcel. And imagine getting a finger in the eye from that dude. I like, imagine it hurts. Here's my thing. Big Dan calls it accidental. I, I, I think I would have disqualified him. I'll be honest with you, Marcel. I think I would have because it wasn't just one finger. It was his whole hand, guys. His whole hand went in his face. It was like this. Ah! Like, Jesus. to me, like, it was so egregious and it was so damaging that I think you could have disqualified him. Also, because if you disqualify him, Justin gets his win bonus, too, because he got fucked here when you think about it. He gets eye poked, puts in the whole training camp, and then doesn't even get the fight because the other guy can't control his fingers. I get it, guys. We see eye pokes. It happens. It's pretty, it's unintentional. I don't think people are trying to do it, but you have to be in control of your weapons. They always talk about this, and why did Lane have his hand where it was? It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. I know he's, like, kind of a raw fighter. I get it, guys. But, like, I, I think if, if there's any fight where you're going to disqualify someone for an iPoke, it was this fight. It was just such a damaging shot. I, uh, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but what do you think? Let me you you your thoughts on it.
1: <laughs> I mean, dude, I knew immediately when Tafa was, uh, how do you say that, was turning away, that it was bad. Because Tafa, the Tafa gang, those guys. So tough. They're so Yeah. Tough. They don't turn away for, nothing, for for anything normally, you know? So, when you saw that, that was that was one of the most horror horrifying eye pokes I've ever seen, man. I think uh, I think Lane <laughs> even touched the back, the inside of the, of the back of his head dude. So so I'm going to sort of
0: throw a picture up here, Marcel, so everyone can see it the, if they missed it. Take a look at this, guys. Um, Take a look at this, Marcel, yeah, right here. Look at this. Look. Yeah, man. The, look the, look at this. That's it's so bad, fucking hand. bro. This yeah, is, this should be the squad and he didn't take a point away either. Like, not that it would have mattered, but he didn't take a point either.
1: Listen, but... man, I mean, I was shocked what the doctor was like. But also with Dan. I was like, listen, Dan, if the doctor doesn't take a decision, you should do it. Don't, don't wait. You should wave it off. Of course, staff was going to say, let me let me wait, let me wait. But he immediately said he couldn't see. Uh, three minutes later, he couldn't see. Stop the fight. I make sure <laughs> he goes to the hospital as soon as possible. Um, so, yeah, I... Uh... I reached out to 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 uh, to, to to the management of uh, of Tafa, and uh, I will read you what they said. Sure. Um, let look at this
0: what... fucking eye. This is like one of the worst I've ever seen, man. It's so bad, so. so bad.
1: It should heal fine, inflammation in the iris and a bit of a damage in the retina, but should make a full recovery. Uh,
0: that doesn't sound good. Re- no. Damage to his retina? That's not good, Marcel.
1: <laughs> no, true, but it, it, it should heal, is what it said. So I hope so. Um, Man, I mean, <sighs> th- this was what I really... This, this kind of remind me of... Do, do you know that picture of uh, Travis Brown with Fabrizio Wardoum? Do, do you remember that picture? You should type it in yeah. on Google. Maybe you sure. see it. Um or uh which one I was by with? the way
0: I'm, I'm just reading an article that he gave some quotes to uh to an Austria uh, or uh yeah an aussie uh, website let me read the quote yeah, yeah go He's, ahead tafa said i thought my eyeball had been ripped out honestly that's why i turned around stepped away my first thing i was thinking was can i even see my kids again i didn't care about the fight i thought i lost my, my eyeball i thought it came under my face i just hope it's not bad damage everything's blurry i can see your face but everything's just blurry and then yeah. he went on twitter he said he wants his win bonus and they Marcel, can they give this guy's win bonus? Like, can they stop fucking around with these fighters with this bullshit win show money system? It's such bullshit, honestly. Give the guys money, don't you think? If anyone deserves it, win bonus, it'd be this guy.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, this was bad. You know, it's really bad, uh, dude.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, this was the fight. Yeah, I mean,
1: there, on the left, you see it.
0: This one? oh, oh, oh one. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. No. That oh, that's bad. You know what was another bad one when he fought Matt Mitrio. Mitrione. Mitrione, the... yeah. <laughs> that, but I watched this. This was the worst I ever seen. Probably. Look at this. Detail. There it
1: is in the middle. Yeah. Oh Morrison. my god.
0: I watch it to laugh. I love meathead, but holy fuck! Like, look at this. Horrible. Dude, dude, dude. <laughs> what was the outcome of that fight? Did Did Brown win by TKO? Yeah,
1: I don't know anymore. Actually, double
0: check it. I I... I,
1: I I think it wasn't a decision.
0: Chuck right now. He fought the trio. Maybe he lost them. I can't
1: remember Travis Brown by I didn't Bundy, I did not like
0: tra- I hated tra- Travis Brown. He's Bundy.
1: still in the UFC, right? Yeah, Brown that's won
0: crazy. by TKO. That's complete fucking bullshit that he won that fight. You know, is he he's still on the, in the roster? UFC. No way. Yeah, yes. He really? he yeah. He's still getting tested. Because he's Ronda's yes. husband. That's why. He's Ronda's husband. Okay. And there's now there's rumors that Ronda might come back. You've seen the rumors, I'm sure. Um because yeah. you know the belts available.
1: Yeah, let's let's ask, let's ask Roy, Royce Gracie as well if he wants to come back, you know. <laughs>
0: I love you, Marcel. You're, like, the funniest guy. I enjoy this podcast so much, guys. You have no idea. <laughs> Let me get some comments here. Um, body kicks from – yeah, Lane – I think Lane could have won the fight. I talked about mm-hmm. this with you, Marcel. Like, he's a big dude. He's a good athlete. Like, it's possible. But, again, based on what happened, like, it was just – the guy's so raw. It was just bullshit that he, uh, you know, basically got away with it. Scott Free. Yeah, Joe, I, Joe agrees with me. <laughs> it wasn't going to take a point. Even if the fight continued, Tafa would have still, like, got damage and no point deduction. Patrick, I agree. I am shove your open hand in your opponent's face in the middle of exchange a wow, while. Like it just makes sense. That they're exchanging. He just like shoves his hand up. Like it's dude, not really a natural reaction.
1: I mean, but, how far this goes up in your in your eye? That's crazy,
0: dude. It's fucked. And let me read some more comments. Antoine, my friend is texting me saying Rachel August made only fans. I assumed she already had one. <laughs> She's not a fighter yeah. anymore. I started as well as bad, bro. Tafa's Mark Hunt's guy it says Glenn, UFC won't do him favors. The cut suggests his fingernails weren't checked possibly.
1: He, he looks like Mark Hunt as well, by the way. He man. does
0: look like him. Florida Commission sucks. They, the judging there sucks too, although they use the judges from Vegas in this time. Um, It's funny because the actual Florida is Troy Wickenpaw, I think his name is. He actually did yeah. a good job, I think. Yeah, he did. But uh, Chris Lee and Sal. Anyways, we'll talk about the scorecards. earlier. But by
1: the um, way, why was Sal D'Amato all for almost every fight? Uh, because
0: Sal somehow has got dirt on everyone in this industry. He must have pictures of everyone doing stuff bad. Like they Can't they not find better judges? Anyways, you know what? I'll give Sal credit, like I said, on this podcast. He's improved over time. He's gotten better at his job. Okay, let's give him a little credit, Marcel. He had the right scorecard in the main event too. I'm gonna yeah, give him a little you credit. You can give him credit. That's cool. But there were. I think he blew one of the. I think it was the Embers fight. I think it was him and Christie, Right. Yeah. We'll talk about that after. <clears throat> a Couple more comments. The new gloves don't actually work. Oh yeah, they did change the gloves. Yeah, I mean, like really, they should have just went to those old Pride style gloves, right, or whatever it is. Um, yeah. I think it was. Uh, I agree. Especially uh, accident no contest. I, I still, you could have DQ'd him. There's no showing win money fights like Min or shalin would have more often. That's true it's for a paycheck Patrick we enjoy the podcast just as much if thought more I appreciate that man it's a lot of fun for me too I enjoy doing it with Marcel every week it's all pop too. and the slow motion Barbara was putting her hands extended he Hebus a lot yeah but she didn't poke her right I guess you got lucky a little bit it was a bad eye poke dude it was really bad be fair it wasn't hard for Sal to he's gone for very shit, shit. <laughs> Paul you're funny man you're funny dude all right let's go to the next fight Marcel Spend enough on that one uh David Onama fucking just destroys Gabriel Santos out of nowhere. Uh amazing fight. I mean, this it could have been fighting the night too. Like it wasn't. It was performing. Adam, this was serious question. Yeah.
1: Is is Gabriel Santos the best 0 2 fighter in the UFC? He has
0: to be. He's a great fighter. I really like watching this guy fight. He just got he got a little bit too um, I wouldn't I don't know if it's cocky, uh a little too overconfident in the first round that he could sub uh Onama because he was playing off his back, going for that armbar. I mean Let's be honest, a lot of guys will tap to that armbar. Somehow Onama was able to roll out. Um, I talked about this fight last week. The line movement was so fucking crazy. Because remember, Onama opened as the favorite, went to a massive dog, and then Santos went flying up to a huge favorite. And when that happens, it kind of makes you wonder, like, why, right? It, maybe I was talking about it last week. But I still thought that Onama had a chance because of the power. The guy is a tremendous striker. Um, obviously, I talked about last week going to that camp, Factory X, and striking camp. But he's clearly been working on his grappling too, because he was able to get up, right? He was able to get up when the guy took him down. He was able to reverse position a few times too. His grappling looked improved. Um, I think David Umm is a really fun action fighter, man. He's three and two in the UFC now with three bonuses. I really enjoy watching him fight. Um, he's not going. I don't think he'll be like a champion or anything, but he's going to put on some great fights at lightweight, um, and then obviously uh, uh, at uh, featherweight. Excuse me. And then obviously Santos. I, I mean, Marcel—he's zero two, but he beat Leroy Murphy, in my opinion, and. He was doing well in this fight before he got fucking destroyed. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Onama looked great. The, uh, the Israel, the arrow thing, like the perheia thing, that was awesome, too. Gets a yeah, bonus. Gonna... I, I didn't mind it at all. I don't mind it at all. I mean, listen, like, yeah, it's a re- you have to have respect in the sport. But at the same time, you're trying to hurt. You. That's your job is to hurt. You. People don't understand that. They forget that sometimes in the sport, Marcel. I am the, it's martial arts. It's respect. I get it. But it's a fight, too. You're trying to do so much damage to your opponent that they can't continue. That's basically what you're trying to do. So, for me, if I landed that punch, man, if I got that highlight reel knockout, I would have celebrated some, somehow else, I guess. But you know he was trying to mimic kids either, and I don't mind it. I don't know. I guess you were offended uh, a bit, or
1: go ahead. Nah, I didn't mind it, but listen, man, no, I, I don't want to hate like people do online, but kind of corny, dude. Not going not gonna to lie. You know, I, I didn't mean, mind it, but fair enough. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the, for, for Izzy and Adesanya, or for Izzy and Pereira, there was at least a backstory. Here's no backstory, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh, true. So, um... That's right. Man. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Santos did really well, dude. He was definitely great, winning the first round, yeah. 10-9 for yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Re- he has a really active and aggressive guard, man, which I really love like it. to watch. Love Fucking yeah. love
0: it, Marcel. It, awesome. it, dude, that... that I, you're like me, Marcel. Like, that gets you going, man. It's yeah. like just like me, dude. Like, guy going for an armbar, triangle chokes, like, oh god you're right like can you think of another o2 guy in the see that's as good as this dude like i can't think is there anyone I mean,
1: else nah for me not you know i Let's mean look. Uh, th- that's that's what you want to see when somebody is on his back that he's active from his back you know what i mean if he doesn't try to stand up be active from your guard and he looked really good man first round, i even think in the second round he looked good as well you know but uh then onama started to land and uh yeah, he knocked him out. It was a good, good finish for Onama, man. And uh, yeah, good good for him, man. All, all, all respect, you know. Um, I didn't I'm expect at, him to win. Or, but well done. Yeah, go I ahead. didn't
0: mean to cut you off. Sorry. I'm just looking okay. at the other 0-2 fighters. Yeah, Really, most of them are, I'm not going to say they suck because they're in the UFC, but aren't very good. Evan Elder's not bad. 0-2 yeah. he's the one guy that's not bad. And then Gabriel Santos would be the other guy. Um, Because the other guys are, I guess, Ferdy Garcia is not terrible either. No. But not even close. Like, all these guys are very flawed. Um yeah, like Candelario bonder like they're all flawed fighters. Um mm. yeah, man, I'm he is. He's the best oh by far. I mean, like it's not even close. So yeah, good call on that. Um, I got a couple of other comments here, guys. <clears throat> Santos 0 two UFC. Yeah, he is. It's crazy. Uh Santos winning. Oh, I agree. You just got a little bit overconfident, Paul. You got to He's playing a, fighting a fighting guy with massive power. He's got to be careful but, here.
1: But that's also the thing, man. If you look now, he's now oh and two. Honestly, he should have been 0 and, one and 0 going into this fight, you know. Yep. And that looks yeah. completely different, you know what and I mean? Would
0: have, he would have got a different match too. Wouldn't yeah. Would have been because he's coming off a loss too, right? Yeah. Why well, movement suggested uh, suggest that is still out there? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Santos can get a Kansas next round. I mean, they should give him a, beat, uh, like a, a guy at the bottom of the division, right? I would imagine. Like, mm-hmm. I'm looking at the other 0-2 guys, like Mike Breeden. He's 0-2. Give him that guy. Let him bounce back here, you know? We all know he's good. Or oh, Sorry, Mike Breeden's a, a, a lightweight. I'm sorry. Um, is there another featherweight 0-2? They cut uh, Nick Fiore. Was he? No, he's a uh, lightweight as well, eh? Um,
1: yeah, he's cut, I think.
0: Yeah, there's not many guys that are 0-2. Anyways, oh, Evan Elder. <laughs> Wait, no, he's a lightweight too, isn't he?
1: Shit. Yeah, but Evan is fighting someone else. Can this like... guy just
0: move up and wait? <laughs> More <laughs> fights there. He does have a fight book. Um, I'm just taking a look quickly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the one guy that's out there, Marcel. Uh, oh, no, that's Bantamweight. Okay, let me take a look here. There's got to be someone that's owed to you. you got Mos and that's it. <laughs> that's it. There's a few other O and one guys. Anyways, yeah, he's good. Uh, I think I've talked enough about this fight. Let's go to the next one here. Um Brandon Allen submits uh, Bruno Silva. Great fight for it lost only lasted less than a round, but it was a really fun fight. Bruno Silva landed some good shots too, but Brendan Allen, you know, he knocked him down. So his striking looked better than I counted it last night, guys. This is his tenth career win by Rear Naked Choke, I believe. That's pretty fucking great. Including uh set uh six wins in the UFC by Rear Naked Choke, plus his win over Aaron Jeff on, on Contender. That's his signature move. He he's won his last three fights by Rear Naked, last four of his last five by Rear Naked. Mm. Um Brandon Allen's really gotten better, man. I really like him too. Called out Izzy. He had a great uh mic performance, I thought, after yeah. the fight, Marcel. Call out Izzy, you yeah, I call out Izzy. I don't know about that though. I I I don't think being an unranked guy gets you that fight. What do you think? I know he's won five straight, but what do you think, he's, man?
1: He's not unranked. Bruno Silva? Oh, uh I thought you were talking about uh about the Brandon. I
0: am I'm saying he beat him, right? He's an yeah. unranked guy. He's like he beat the Yeah, yeah, guy, you're guy. right.
1: You're right. Um,
0: like how, how does he get past the guy like you <laughs> know sorry, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Yeah, the thing is like he was supposed to fight Jack Hermanson, you know, beginning of the month, Jack pulled mm-hmm. out with injury, I think, and now he, he took the silver fight. And I think uh they they promised him a bigger fight if you beat Silva and he did beat him convincingly. So yep. uh but he also said man, he doesn't turn down a fight, you know. Uh if it's on Vittori, can or he he won. He's like I had to laugh, man, when I saw the the the, the how do you say it, the press, he's like, I'm a different animal. And he had that uh that shove cut uh, thing on his on his head, you know, <laughs> that animal first. So that was funny. Um He's a good fighter, man. I really like him. I think he evolved as well at Killcliff. You know, he was at Rufusport before, went to Killcliff, and he looked good, man. Um, I like him a lot, and I think I like he's still improving. Too. He just he, he has two losses in the UFC. Both fights I think were uh, like <sighs> were like short notice replacements for an actual other fight. And funny is that he both lost to Strickland and Curtis, the, the two friends. Friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's doing well, man. I, listen, give him Martin Vittori. That would be a good fight, I think.
0: Someone said that in the chat, <laughs> I think Antoine did. It's a fight that makes sense, right? But Vittori yeah. needs time off, so I don't know if they'll do that next. Um, does Deleuze have a fight? Do you know if that fight – is it Brunson? Is that fight official or –
1: As far as I know, not, but maybe Georgie he can help with that.
0: <laughs> Georgie, do you know anything about that? Because the rumors are on Twitter. I don't know. But, yeah, I think Vittori – honestly, like, you could fight the loser of du- Duplessis. He can't hear or Duplassy and uh, Whitaker. I'm sorry. Where sorry. The, was
1: that a rumor about Emil and Delitzsch, which was not true? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, all these guys are posting these fake rumors. It's so hard to know. Like um, annoying, our man. good friend J- James Lynch <laughs> talks about this all the time. He's like, you know, unless it comes from Marcel or like Cole or like Mike Hack or like who else? Mm-hmm. Nolan King, like, or I guess John Morgan because Ali <laughs> or uh, Brett because Ali's giving them fights in Dana, right? But mm-hmm. uh unless it comes from like those like big guys like you and all those guys, Marcel, like. You can't really trust these random accounts. I mean, sometimes they do have it right. Like, I've seen I, – I, you always credit your people on uh, Instagram. I see it all the yeah. time. I always look at the source. What's the freak MMA? What is that? Is that a website or what is that? I don't know what that is. What I is
1: don't it? know. But the dude had Cejudo Vera, which was correct, yeah. and I knew I about don't. it at that time. And I also got told two days before he posted it that Blanchfield was going to fight Santos in Singapore. And he posted it, man. So I was like, what the hell, dude? You got another good one. So, yeah.
0: Good yeah, friend. him. No, you're right. <laughs> I'm just looking at people who are saying, they're saying like, <clears> yeah, the Hermans if makes sense. Um, I agree, uh, Patrick. He's been doing really well. You know what's crazy, guys? During his five fight win streak, I thought he lost to Jacob Malkoon last year. Oh, and that
1: was a horrible fight. I remember that.
0: It was a terrible fight, but I, I thought Singapore. he won. I thought I think you picked him too to win. Like yeah. I mean, we picked Brendan, but we thought Malkoon Yeah, won, right.
1: Um. No, no. Yeah, right? I've heard. Yeah, Malkun will fight in Sydney over here. I'm hearing, but yeah. that makes
0: sense. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. It's just funny, like it's all style matchups, right? It really comes down to that because they, you know,
1: they probably didn't want them on International Fight Week because normally he's always on the same card as Whitaker. Uh, so. That guy is
0: like he's like a wet blanket to watch. Yeah. He's not exciting. Yeah, he, but he's good at what he does. I mean, there's no doubt. He's just on Brandon Allen seven times in that fight. <clears throat> Oh yeah, sorry, Pato. You talked about it. RDA is someone 2. Actually, you know what's crazy? I remember doing an article years ago for Cage Potato, and it was like um the all the fighters. I, I had a big list of them. At this point, the list is much longer. Articles from like seven, eight years ago. All the fighters that started 0 and one 0 and 2 in their careers, like a lot of champions and you know, lost their first couple of fights and ended up becoming champs. So you never know. You never know.
1: Also, Jack yeah. Della started this amateur career yep. pro yeah, career with first 0 2. Fight.
0: Yeah, Yeah. or he lost his was it O2? Or? First
1: two fights, yeah.
0: Oh, it's so crazy. Is he a brother? Is it true? Is he an MMA fighter too, his brother? I have no idea. But that's crazy that Jack lost his first two in 2016 <laughs> by a stoppage to some guys i would never heard of. And then yeah. since then, he's turning into one of the best fighters in the division. So, it's pretty wild. Again, it's all, you know, improvements and he's a young guy. All right. All right, let's get back to the fights. Uh, Neil Magny, Phil Rowe. Neil Magny wins a split decision. This fight was about as close as it gets. You got some honest, screen
1: guy, time, dude. Uh, you got dude, I got
0: on a, on. I got a tweet up and John Annex said my name on, on uh on the broadcast. That was pretty fucking awesome. Like honestly, like the tweet this cool. I'm gonna tweet either way. I don't care if they mm-hmm. put it on. You I've been tweeting since I started watching the sport, so like or not since start started watching sports, since I started using Twitter, I should say. So like uh this would be like this is like the thirteenth year I think I've had Twitter and I've been writing <laughs> about UFC. So I've been tweeting for a lot longer than they started doing these tweet things, but it's pretty cool that you read my name on I'll be honest. That was pretty cool. I'll be honest, Marcel. This was a hard fight to score because it was kind of hard sometimes to tell all the fighters apart. They looked very alike from the back. From the back, though, like their hair was the same. Right? I had to look like generally. I don't have to look at the guy's shorts or glove colors. I had to in this fight, and that's why they do it because the judges also can have problems with that.
1: Did um, I send you that picture? on Getty.
0: No. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Nah. Yeah, they called. They called him Randy Brown. That's yeah. Listen, I, Marcel. They. They. I'm not. I wasn't the only. I think the commentators also said that they're like, "Hey, like it's kind of hard to tell them apart." I know I know a lot of other people are having a problem with that. Um, But again, I was watching the shorts, I was watching the gloves, so I could see who was the guy pushing that. Because honestly, guys, it was a lot of fence pushing in this fight. Um, That's a Mm -hmm. majority of the fight was both guys kind of switching positions. I thought Neil Magny barely won the fight, Marcel. Uh, It wasn't a great fight, um, but I thought he barely edged it. I'm glad he won the split decision because. I uh, moved ahead in the survivor pool in uh, James's Patreon, so I'm I'm pumped about that. Um, but I, I was kind of clenching my ass on that one, man. I'm not gonna lie; I wasn't sure who was gonna win it. Anyways, give me your thoughts about this, my friend.
1: Close fight, man. Could have gone either way, in my yeah. opinion. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I could I could get him apart because uh, uh dreads were a little bit loose, and Phil was a little bit more like uh, how do you say that braided or whatever you call it. Um, yeah, I mean, super close fight. I think uh, it could have gone Phil Rose's way as well. You know, I think it would have I have no complaint with that. Uh, no, I have no complaint How with can you complain about it...
0: that. It, you couldn't be like, "Oh, that's a robbery." Not at all, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> so yeah, it was it was super close, man. I mean, uh, not much more to say about the fight. I don't think it was really an eventful fight. But um, yeah, uh, the, l- let's say uh, Magny. Defended his spot in the rankings, but man, rose should have could have slipped in the rankings if yeah. he had a little bit more luck there. Yeah,
0: he's like a borderline top 15 guy at this point, yeah. Roe, you know. Um, a couple other comments here Who's the bloke who, or, or oh, who's the account that broke that? I said bloke Santos Aaron, uh, who freak, was that? I'm, <laughs> freak, I'm <laughs> a man, and same guy, same guy Maggie Rowe was at 3M. We we're putting his feet, it was it was a bad fight. Come on, Paul, we're not going to cut these guys for that fight. It was just a bad, like, style matchup for both guys. Yes, I talked about this yesterday on Twitter too. So I counted it up. Magny in the UFC is 14 and 2 in fights that go in the distance. If you add his um, MMA career, so like his first bunch of fights for you in the UFC, it's 17 and 2. If you add his fights on tough, he's 20 and 2. So it's in fights that go in the distance. I mean, it's almost impossible to beat him in, on, on a decision. The only guys that have beat him by decision are, <laughs> crazy enough, Michael Chiesa, which is, you know, a bad style matchup. And then uh, Seth Bezinski, um in his, I think it was his second third. UFC fight, third UFC fight. And I picked Seth Basinski in that fight back because I've been picking fights forever. Um, and if you look at his career, uh, Neil Magny has won, I think all of his fights have gone to split decisions. So uh, I think he's got three wins by split or four or something. So, he's, like I said, he's just a hard guy to beat by decision. Go ahead. Yeah,
1: I remember after that Seth Basinski fight, he went. We was one and two. And yep. then he had to fight Gazan Umalatov. And I remember I he was my yeah, I, I hope he, he he can win because I really liked Magny back then. I still like him, you know. I was like, because they're gonna cut him if he lost, if he loses, and he won, so he yep. got a new contract. And uh, ten years later, he's still here. So yeah,
0: I mean, the guy's had a great career. I mean, yeah. he's not. I, here's the thing: he might end up with the most like welterweight wins. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer by any means. Nah, you know no, what I mean? Thing, yeah, but okay. but again, a really good fighter. Like, yeah, please, but this guy is not a Hall of Famer. Like. Like you can make a, like an argument again for like Jim Miller or something like that, but not not in the again. Uh, he's a good fighter to bet on, though. He's Definitely. a good fighter to bet on, man. He wins you money, fights your money. West Coast has the same thing. I mean, like I said, it was it was like a mirror match. That's why I tweeted. Uh, his clinch game was it was pretty good. Roe uh, you know, Rose a pretty good fighter, um, but uh know, not not a lead, by any means. All right, uh next fight. <laughs> not much to say about this one. This fight was pretty boring. Randy Brown defeats Wellington Turner by the decision. This fight was pretty close, too. I thought Randy edged out the first two rounds. He wasn't impressive, though, at all. He's on a decline, in my opinion. I'll be looking to fade him, actually, in his next fight. Um, Yeah, I wasn't too impressed by either guy. What would you think?
1: Not the greatest fight, man. It's also not what I expected, to be really honest. You know, uh, Wellington's debut in the UFC at welterweight. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But can I say? I think Randy won, wasn't a great fight, and this was one of these fights that weren't really great, you know. And uh, the UFC was uh, was a desperate need of a finish still in the in, in the prelims, and they bear. I think they won overtime in the prelims, but uh, they can thank Rebescu for uh, for not uh, going over over overtime in the prelims.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was good to that fight right now. I mean, Metal Shabeski looked actually amazing in this fight. He did. Uh, looked incredible. We, I think we both picked him. I picked him. Did you pick him? I can't remember I now. I Yeah, Rajabov. Yeah, Rajabov missed weight. So, like, maybe there was an injury potentially. I don't know. He just didn't look like himself in this fight. He looked big, but he didn't look like himself. Like, his last fight, you know, obviously had 11 takedowns. This fight, he couldn't get one. He actually didn't attempt any takedowns. Maybe something was up. I don't know. But either way, Matos just destroyed his legs, destroyed his head. Great stoppage, by the way, by this referee, Larry Folsom. Don't really know too much about him, but I think it was a great stoppage. Um he was just going to take more of a beating. The leg damage, though, was crazy, eh? The amount of kicks and stuff. Rubeski looked incredible. He's won 15 straight fights, by the way, Marcel. He's, he's potentially put himself in line for a top 15 opponent, maybe, or someone like, you know, top 25. I don't know. But, uh, yeah.
1: Where was this Rubeski against Nick Fiore?
0: I don't understand that fight. It doesn't make sense because if you look at what uh, Chase Hooper did to Nick, like, yeah. why wasn't he able to do in that fight? The no, leg I kicks are actually he... des- just des- destroyed the guy's legs. Go ahead, go
1: ahead. Yeah he looked he looked really good you know and you saw yes he is a smart guy you know he went after that leg kick and he he uh, kind of destroyed them part by part you know uh, and so we way yeah he landed the, the punch and it was over I got to be honest, I was like kind of a weird stoppage at first, but then you're thinking like, man, Rajabov, Rajabov wasn't going to do anything anymore. You know, like uh, uh, lack were gone, so it was a perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. Um, so, yeah, good win for Robeski, man. I mean, um, I think many guys will struggle against Rajabov in the UFC, so this is a really good win.
0: It's a, it's a nice win. I mean, again, Loic, Loic is a pretty good fighter. You know, he's on elite, but he's good. Mm-hmm. It was a really good win for him. Talking about Magny. most yeah, that's the other thing. During the fight, they showed the stat he'd passed, was it Usman for the most well rate significant strikes? That's pretty insane. Beef Wellington, I love the Beef Wellington nickname. I don't know why he hasn't taken it, it just makes so much sense. Like, rescue, be- unbelievable, beautiful shot selection. He looked incredible, like, yeah, you're, I agree with you too, like, uh, um, Paul. Like, he wasn't, um, you know, spamming the kicks, he was waiting, you know, throwing his punches and then throwing a kick when the guy would have the leg out. He had no defense for the kicks. Both legs, too. It was really impressive. He he definitely has potential, man. He's good. Georgie, is still look forward to Lloyd. He's a good fighter. I agree. He does need a little rest. I mean, he had two fights, like, what, the last three months? He needs, like, the rest of the year off, probably. Fury, short nose space, and Reski had the change game plans. That's true. He went to, like, wasn't it, like, more wrestling-based, I want to say, in that last mm-hmm. fight? Yeah. Matosch had eight minutes of control. He just wrestled him. Um, all right. Tabitha Ricci, Marcel, another of her favorites on the podcast. She gets a decision win here. Over Julian Robertson. Uh, I'm really glad you won because I lost the first four fights. And I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be another horrible card of picks. And then finally got on track here. ended up 6-6. Six and six, So, I, like, picks. That's, I, I did okay. I mean, I lost on Keeg. I'll talk about it in the suck but I did okay because I picked my spots. Always tell you guys, pick your spots. And don't bet on people like Cody Brundage. Like, don't put their money on the guys like that. Um, Richie looked okay. I don't think it was, like, the best performance by either girl. I, I was pretty disappointed in Robertson. Um, her striking has not involved at all. She wasn't able to get takedowns, which I figured would be the case until the third round, where she got her down briefly. Um, Ricci looked pretty good. She's a good athlete, Marcel. She's a you know really good shape, good cardio. She's like uh you know decent everywhere. Obviously good ground game, but this fight neutralized each other with the two grapplers. Her striking looked okay. Um, I did have a 327. Um, I thought the second round was close. One of the judges had it uh, the second round, but this guy, I was Talvi Mato actually. I, again, I had a 327, but I don't. You could make the argument for the second round because uh, she did some damage, um, Robertson. But how does Barry Luxembourg give her the first round? 29-12, to in strikes for Ricci. So how do you give that to Robertson? There's no takedowns. So you're, How did 12 significant strikes outweigh 29? That just doesn't make sense. So, yeah, I don't know. Anything else to say? It wasn't a great fight. Um, yeah, but did, will.
1: did Dean Thomas said something like uh, Richie? He was bad. like, she's
0: not good. She's not even oh. good. Like, he, Dean Thomas is... Um, I would be so disappointed if I was Julian Robertson, I'll be honest with you, because... He's so distracted doing his UFC work. He, I don't fully really feel like he put his whole like uh, self into this fight. You know, Dean's a really popular guy. The UFC loves him. All the commentators love him. He's a mm-hmm. former UFC fighter. He's a tremendous coach, as we know. I just thought it, I thought he had a poor performance personally, Marcel. And I was watching. I can't remember it was uh, oh the post fight show I believe. Um, and someone said like uh, you know sometimes it's on it's on the fighter. The coach can't do anything. I'm like, well yeah, yeah DC but- said that. DC said that he was just defending his friend. What do you think? Yeah, because
1: I I hate that really. Uh, it's so he, stupid.
0: I don't think he gave any good advice in the corner. Did you? Did, did you? No. Yeah, it wasn't a good corner. But, but
1: anyways, DC is a bad commentator, so I'm not, I'm he's, not surprised. He's not.
0: I don't. But, I don't really like DC uh, that much. I like Bisping.
1: Yeah. Cruz is kind of getting better. Um, I think. I like, you like Felder.
0: Bisping? Yeah, I like Bisping. I like Bisping. Uh, Felder is getting uh, getting better a little bit. I mean, they should put Laura Sanko on more broadcast. She's very knowledgeable. Um, I, th- I think
1: Felder and Cruz are the two best. Animals. I just
0: don't. I don't love DC, man. I, I got to be honest with you. I just feel like he plays favorites too much. Too like he should be really unbiased when he's doing this. You, I don't you, know. That's just just fight. You
1: know what's funny, man? Every time DC makes mistakes during, during during broadcast, and people are like, "Oh, DC is so fun." And Dominic Cruz one time said, "Like um, uh, Connor is like uh, what uh, against Khabib, right? Uh, that he was like uh, pacing himself to to make himself." Uh, Get the gas or whatever, and people still bring that up, man. That thing, you know, because they hate Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz, one of the best analysts, analytic commentators, in my opinion. Um, and Felder is good as well. And Bisping, first I didn't like him, then I started to like him, and now I'm like, yeah, he's he's kind of acting like a drunk sometimes as well, you know, on, on the broadcast. But who, who, Bisping? Um, I mean,
0: I like this, I like this. I mean, I'm not
1: gonna listen, lie. I like him as. Oh, he is, you know, but analytically, not that great the last couple of times, but hey, who am I? I'm just like a couch potato, but um
0: a few couch potatoes, uh, me and you.
1: Yeah, so um, about the fight, yeah, I mean, Richie won the fight. It, it, it wasn't, it was one of the fights I was, wasn't really, uh, I actually look forward to the fight, but I didn't thought it was a great fight, you know what I mean? So, yeah.
0: A couple of comments. Either these girls were any good, poor for both. Robert said trained for the fight. I mean, she trained her grappling probably, but didn't get a chance to use it. They're striking it like he says here, not a ball. Yeah, like best a little bit the same. Actually, they could do, even do that fight one day. Julia, listen, she's a she's a UFC caliber fighter. There's no doubt. Like she'll submit, she'll submit a lot. Of, she has like I think the most submission wins, right? Yeah, she has. So yeah, so like that's really good. Um, but she's extremely one dimensional. Like she's about as one dimensional as it gets. Again. You could kind of get away with that more in women's MMA. I think you'd agree with me on that mm-hmm. compared to men's MMA. Because it's it, 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 although it's been around for a, obviously a long time, it's still improving and, and evolving. So the fires are getting more well-rounded. Patrick, Cruz says, you your shit sometimes. Anik's the only one I like. Well, Anik's not an analyst. He's a play-by-play guy. Same with him and uh, Fitzgerald. I put them in the wrong category. I mean, to be me, like... I like
1: I like both Anik and Fitzgerald.
0: So, so do I. I mean, I like them both too, personally. But... but um I mean, I I, I I like the majority of them in him I, I liked I like Gold Mike Goldberg too. I I didn't mind him. He was uh nah. not the most um knowledgeable guy, but he was really entertaining, I thought. So, so although you, uh, you want to have dude. a knowledgeable guy. That's why John Hagg's good. <laughs> I
1: mean duo with Joe Rogan when Joe was still very involved, you know. That was when Joe cared. was great. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was
0: the that was the best commentary team they had, let's be honest. When it was back in the good old days, Marcel, when it was Goldberg and Rogan. Uh your mic's off, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. Cruz looks at the square. I agree. He, he's talking about the blood and stuff. Damage and blood, like they can kind of be, um, you know, intertwined, but it doesn't specifically say blood, I don't believe. Have you heard some of his comments? I have. Felder's good. T- Richie and Torres is a good fight. I think Tisha just had a kid recently. So I don't. she's in yeah. good shape still, but I don't know if she'll fight them soon. They have a little kid. Commentary subjective, which is fine. Why well, the fans should have options. I kind of agree with that too. Yes, Eddie Bravo used to score the fights the Personally, I loved yeah. it too. And I think they, you know, that's one thing they're missing, I think, for the broadcast. Instead of having three, because they used to have two people. And occasionally they have like a Randy Couture stop by to do a big fight. Remember like back in the day? Yeah. I like two people in the booth, and I like having Eddie Bravo or someone, you know, I'll volunteer for or you, Marcel, score the win fights win. between the rounds. Like, hey, yeah, we're going to Eddie win Bravo. Win. Eddie, how'd you score the round? I had 10 nine, more effective striker. Yeah, right? Go ahead. Sorry, yeah. we're gonna say. They had really?
1: Trevor Whitman as well sometimes. Yes, uh, he did
0: that. He, I, what happened to him? He, he, he I don't know. That. Yeah, he did a good job. So, this Glad to have you here, my friend. When Mr. during Durden post-fight, sensational beatdown. An angel, I thought was messed up, for sure. We'll talk about Jake. is a suck, man. We haven't got there yet. Uh, we was, I think, yes. Eddie Bravo used to score the fights mid-round. Missed by Goldberg. Yeah, he, I mean, listen. He, like I said, he wasn't the most knowledgeable in me, but like, he uh quite a really entertaining uh, uh, you No, know, And it's
1: all over. No, it's not.
0: It's all over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rogan's more annoying to you when he caught like a, a guillotine choke. Oh my god, he's choking him out! Like, and it's not even close. Like, uh. yeah. all right, let's get to the next couple of fights. We, we're uh, running out of time for this first podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: Josh Van defeats Joggis Jumagulov. Josh, I thought his striking looked great. I mean, it, it was a surprising performance. I don't agree with the who had it. 29. Oh, this Barry Luxembourg guy is a fucking joke. I mean, how do you <laughs> like come on? Like, clearly he won second and third round. First round, yeah, Joggis won that round. Basically, it was close and he gets a takedown, gets some control because the strikes were the same. You can give Joggis the first round, but Josh won the second and third round. To me, this is a nice UFC debut, man. It really is. Like He's super young, 21 years old, Marcel, getting a win in the UFC debut. What do you think?
1: He was supposed to be in the Contender Series, right? So uh, good for him. And this is likely the first decision on Zalgas' UFC record, where I think he rightly lost. Uh, Amir,
0: too, I think, right? The Amir fight, if I'm not mistaken? Which or one? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean the split.
0: Not, not the unanimous. Oh, the split? Amir, yeah. Dude, the other two he should have won, right? For sure, yeah. right? Yeah. Three,
1: actually, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, it it was clear. First round, Zumagulov, Second round, Van. I think third round was a little bit more closer, but still got to go with Van there, you know. So, I have 29-28 for Josh Van. Uh, Great debut on short notice, one week's notice. Um, Yeah, fun fun, fun new guy in the division, 125. I mean, I like it. Uh, Let's see what's next, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, like like Joe says, it was an easy. This fight's easy to score. Like it's one, first round, Jaga's second, third round, Josh. It's not a hard fight to score. The fact that one of the judges screwed it up is really concerning. <laughs> Jaga deactivated his uh, count. Okay, that's not good. His boxing looked great. I mean, this is a good signing by the UFC. I wasn't I wasn't sold on him because I watched that fight where he lost and he got dominated on the ground. I still think there's going to be guys that dominate him on the ground, but the striking is really good, Marcel. His striking is very good. It's uh, it was fun to watch. Azidal Hill is probably the most split decision losses. Uh there's another guy, um Jesse Ronson. He had three in a row as well. Three in the a row. Guy. And he got cut, I think, right? did he get cut? It yeah. was like Yeah, brutal. there was
1: Kevin Lee, Michelle Prozeras, and I don't know who the other was, but Dunham, yeah. maybe. I don't know. No. Nah. I don't know.
0: Uh it was uh oh god, I gotta check it out. Michelle Prozeras, Kevin Lee, and Jesse Ronson. Okay. We gotta figure this out, man. Who was it? Yeah. Who was it? Let's not check. I have to go look, though, now. Not yeah, you got to look. Gotta look. <laughs> man, Marcel, come on. Uh, who was it? Oh, Ronaldo.
1: <laughs> oh, Ronaldo. Okay, Grandpa yeah, three Trinaldo. good names.
0: Yeah, three good fighters and gets cut from that, yeah. Chaga should get a fight in Singapore. I don't think they're going to give him another fight. dude. He's 1-6 in six in the UFC. They're going to give him another fight, Marcel?
1: They shoot, man. They shoot. 1-6, in six, dude? <sighs> still, still, you, you got to see how those fights came, you know? How, this, how it's about. And if the UFC does that, they should give him another one, of opinion.
0: There's got to be someone to fly away. Like, I'll be honest. Like, there are guys, actually, now that I think about it. like, Who wins? Juan Camilo, Ronderos, or Zhaugas Shumagulov? Who wins?
1: Zhaugas Shumagulov.
0: Yeah, so there are guys he can beat, so maybe they will give him another fight. Mm-hmm. That's always I always look at it. Like, are there people these people could beat? And then there's guys that get cut, like a Nick Fiori. We talked about him earlier. I'm like, okay, he probably can't beat anyone, so he should get cut. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um 0-2. Uh, got, got to meet joggers to 288. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. He, I'll tell you this awesome guy with a big smile. Cause he's has two wives and six kids. He's got two wives guys. Think about that. Who wouldn't be happy with it? Well, I mean, it'd be stressful too, but like yeah. two different wives, like you got two different ho- homes to go to Marcel. <laughs> it's like, you're living two different lives. It's crazy, man. Um, uh, what's that called? Bigamist. I think it's called or something like that. Bloody elbow did an article about Marcel. <laughs> of course they did. man. Eh? By the yeah, way, <laughs> bloody elbow! They fired. uh Trent Reinsmith, I think, was that? Was yeah. that the guy. That's yeah. that's wild. Wow, because that guy's been around. He does not like uh, UFC. Doesn't like MMA.
1: <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about him either.
0: <laughs> Let's not talk about him. Let's not talk about. Him. I thought that was crazy. All right, uh, a couple other fights. Just a few more guys. Um, we, uh, we're over the hour. That's okay. No worries. We're only a few minutes over. Um, Shep, I mean, Maerskall. I, 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 I oh, turn okay.
1: under the. I throw under the bus. He, he asked me if I if uh, when I said like
0: uh, on. T- I can't hear you. But your yeah, the mic's off. Here People
1: not care about their own shit instead of being noisy and being annoying about other people's thoughts, and I meant it in a positive way. And then he replies under it. So you are, uh, so you think uh, na- Nazi ideals are a, go- are a good thing? I was like, dude, you're going to the extreme immediately. You know, and you're always like negative, like 99 percent of the time on Twitter. Like, just sh- sh- leave me alone and shut up. You know. And, uh, <laughs> I think he blocked me like two or three months ago. I don't know. <laughs> no, you know, yeah, I, don't, I
0: don't. I don't think I haven't blocked, but like, yeah. I mean, anyways, we'll talk about that guy. It's never fun seeing someone lose their job, but the guy didn't like the sport, so you know. Yeah. Oh, look at this, Cowboy Alvarez, eight kids with four wins. I think it's. I think he's got more kids than that. I think he's got more. He's got like over ten now, and they all. Yeah, I don't know what the women are living in the same neighborhood. It's crazy, eh? All right, let's get to the last couple of fights here. Marcel Chepe Marsco, like I mentioned, amazing debut here against Trevor Peak. I mean, this really should have been the fight of the night, if you ask me. I mean, this fight was an absolute dog fight, guys. Um, it was fucking an amazing, amazing fight. Uh, Trevor uh, looked great in his debut. Like I said, man, like, I watched the tape on him, and he looked good. I'm not going to lie, he did. But I was just worried about the short notice, the, uh, the chin, because he's been knocked out a few times, uh, moving up on weight on short notice. But it didn't matter. He's just so much technically better. And Trevor Peake, you know, uh, he's a dog. Like I told you last week, he'll fight for your money, Marcel. He will fight for your money. But just just didn't have enough, not technical enough. Um, took a beating in this fight. Um, the significant strike only 71 to 51. Like I'm surprised it's not more. Cause I felt like Jeppe landed more than that. Um, he looked great though, man. 30, great UFC debut for him. Um, I remember watching ultimate fire last year, his girlfriend, Claire Guthrie, Guthrie, the grizzly bear or something. She was on the show and she, I remember she had the had segment where, you know, she was talking about her boyfriend and he was an LFA at the time, I believe. And, mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't sure how good he was, Marcel, because his record's kind of inconsistent, but he's on a 4 five win streak now, and he's going to move back down to featherweight. And actually, uh, he actually said that he might go to bantamweight. So that's crazy to me, but that division just gets better and better if, if he goes down there. This was a great fight, man. Th- these guys got robbed of $50,000 each. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I tweeted it out, and many people were in agreement with it, you know? only the people who were not in agreement with it were people who didn't watch the prelims. Um, like Dana. So, yeah, I mean... I wonder if even uh Dana, Hunter, Mick or Sean watched the prelims. Uh probably not. Probably no. not.
0: They gave no bonuses to the prelim fighters, which yeah. is crazy.
1: So I I mean, it was a great fight. I really enjoyed it. Um yeah, and good win for Mariscal. Also, one week's notice. Yep. Good win, dude.
0: Great win. I mean a great fight. Like Trevor Peak showed off a good chain again, but yeah, I agree. Trevor Peak and T Rex will be an amazing fight. Um Crazy Peak, Chepe, or UFC the legit killers, Hardwick and Al Sawadi. Well, I mean, Chepe's pretty good, man. He's a good fighter. He's better than Peak, obviously.
1: And Peak was also. The, peak but, comes from the Contender Series, right? So
0: I should have trusted the Sharps on this fight because a lot of the sharper people that, you know, that's where the line went down. Remember, it was minus 200, went to pick them. At the end, Trevor Peak closed at minus 150. But at minus 110, it was hard not to take a shot at Peak because, of, again, the, the, the short notice and stuff, the weight were moving up. But yeah, I mean, clearly these guys had the to fight today. Do you think Peek will get knocked out eventually? Yes, absolutely. He does need to change up his style because it's just not going to win you a lot of fights in the UFC. <laughs> Glenn says a wild war from Dan kids who's not high quality. Well, I mean, it was a bit sloppy, like Trevor Peek's fights always are. But I fucking enjoyed loving. I loved this fight. I enjoyed it. I mean, I followed people on Twitter like during the fights, and it seemed like most people were just like loving this fight. So, yeah. Again, these guys. I hope they get a, like a locker room bonus, Marcel, because I thought it was a tremendous fight. They got a, a locker room of-
1: bonus. They can't shake Dana's hand. When
0: see <laughs> shake my hand. A uh, couple other fights here. We'll end this uh, UFC Jacksonville recap. We had Jack Jenkins win a split decision over Juwan Embers. And I just don't agree with this one. Like, yeah, it was a competitive fight, but <laughs> I thought Embers won the fight. Um, I, I gave him all three rounds. I, the first round was close. Like, I tweeted it out. I was like, this round's close, but I'm leading Embers a little bit. And if you look at the strike count, it was like... Embers outland by one. And then people were like, oh, those kicks from Jenkins did so much damage. Okay. Maybe, maybe I was wrong about that. Maybe it should have been the first round, but you know, I think the thirty twenty-seven 27 scorecard from Troy Wick and Paul is way more accurate than 29, 28 from Chris Lee and Sal DiAmato for Jenkins. And I just don't agree with this. I, I think it's a low key robbery. Again, the stats are pretty close. So I get that, but like watching the fight, man, I had, I had no doubt Jamal Embers was going to get his hand raised. And I was, I was legitimately shocked when Jack Jenkins won this fight by split decision. Um, I thought it'd be a close fight, competitive fight, but I thought Embers won the fight, man. I think he got low key robbed here, and I looked at him and made decisions and like everyone picked Embers, all the fans, all the media. The only two people in the world that took Jenkins probably were, were Sal Diamante and Chris Lee. <sighs> Weird ass decision, man. What do you think?
1: I wanted to say Sal Diamante and Chris Lee should, sh- should suck my dick, but I'm not gay, and I don't think they are deserving of it. Um, bunch of idiots, you know. I mean. Like I said last time, if ninety nine percent of the people saying the other guy won, you got to be fucking Albert Einstein to say it's not true, you know. Yep. But yes, again, Chris Lee and fucking Amado, who cannot score a three round fight, you know, it's like so stupid. And Amos was really nice about it, you know, on Twitter. He's like, oh, I know yeah. life is not fair. It is what it is, you know. I would be super pissed, you know, he because he took Amos the loss as well, bro. Yeah,
0: like. He took it better uh, than everyone I've ever seen. I'll be honest and, with
1: you. And then uh, imagine people saying after that to you, uh, don't let the fight go to the judges' scorecard. Shut the fuck up, you know? I mean, I hate <laughs> it when people say that. Like, he wasn't really trying to finish
0: them the whole time. Obviously, he was yeah. trying to fi- hurt each other. That's yeah, but their job in was. my
1: opinion, he even won three rounds. I had 30-27 for
0: you know, him. You him you know? I'm so glad you said that because I got so much shit for my scorecard yesterday, guys, for that three twenty-seven, I get the first round was close. Again, I yeah. have no problem with you will score that round for Jenkins, but... The second and third were definitely Emmers. Ah, oh, bad decision. The guy got he got yeah. low-key robbed. You know, yeah. it's hard for me to call it like the worst robbery ever, especially when the stats are close, but like watching that fight, man, he controlled the entirety of the fight, in my opinion. Like maybe these leg kicks did more damage than I than I saw, but I didn't it wasn't like Robeski or something like that. I don't know, Marcel. I was really surprised. I was shocked man, when they when they raised the other guy's hand. I really was. Me too. I just just other, super oh, super sorry.
1: annoying, that kind of stuff, you know, super annoying.
0: Yeah, a couple other comments here. Yeah. Uh talking about Peak. Yeah talking about Houston Alexander a little bit like that. Uh maybe. Emmer's best forward DOC judges fucked him up. I know, I agree. I agree, Paul. I agree completely. All right, last fight here, guys. Uh Cedricus uh uh Dumas defeats Cody Brothers by decision. Well, how many people fucking had this fight going decision and the cheap peak and Marscall fight going decision? Like nobody. Um I never thought this fight would go the distance with the way these guys fight. Cody Brunders looks so bad in this fight. Listen, I was a little bit harsh, but, like, I just expected so much more. Like, He's got so much more potential than what he shows sometimes. It's just so disappointing. Like, we've seen him get some big wins. We saw that last year. He won two fights by stoppage. You beat Tristan Gore. You beat Dalcha. Like, he looked, you know, great in the Gore fight. The Dalcha fight, to be honest, he was getting his ass kicked in that fight before he came back. But still, he won the fight. The Gore fight was like, I was like, oh, okay, this guy's actually pretty good. But then... You know, gets stopped by, by Alexia uh, Alexejak, uh, Riviera. And now this fight, to me, is the worst one because Cedricus Dumas is not that great. Like, he's he's not that great. Like, he basically just held guard and did no damage. This fight was so awful to watch. It was a, such a bad fight. Like, he had 11 minutes of control and only landed 17 strikes. That is fucking terrible. And Brundage only landed three strikes in, in 15 minutes, guys. Oh, God, what a bad fight. What a bad fight. What do you think, man? I, I hated this fight. What do you think of it?
1: Yeah, I mean, bad fight. Cody went for a guillotine uh, immediately, I think, after 20 seconds. Came under uh, Dumas, didn't do a lot anymore. He was just out of it, man. He was not in the fight. I talked to him after the fight. I'm not going to share what he said, but it's... Like he couldn't let anything, he couldn't let anything go. And Mark Montoya and Yusuf salal tried to hype him up in between the rounds. And you saw the beginning of the third round; he got a little bit thing going, and then went for the guillotine again. Came under him, and it was done again. It was just, head. yeah, it was just like it wasn't there. He wasn't, he wasn't uh, clocked in for so- somehow, you know, and for for listen, man. DC was like, oh, Dumas, he's improved so much. I was like, I don't know. Listen, he looked better than his debut, definitely. I'm not going to take won that won away it. from him. He's training at Fusion XL now, I think, at his yep. first real training camp. But yep. Brundage wasn't the... That, that that wasn't the Brundage we saw against Treshawn Gore, the Brundage we saw in the first round against Rodolfo Vieira. That Brundage wins that fight, yep. you know what I mean? So, yep. it's just not, not good what we saw. And, man, Listen, I hope, I hope for Brundage he gets he gets a second kid on the way soon. He, yep. he gets. I hope for him that the UFC is like you took this fight on one week's notice. We give you another one. But man, I I I, I don't know, man. This was a bad fight, and uh,
0: I, 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 feel, I, I yeah go ahead. ahead. I just question the decision to take the fight on such short notice because he's a big middleweight. I, so he cuts a lot honestly, of weight. I honestly
1: expect, man, that, that he... Th- that I, I, I'm i just think what I think, not what he said. But I just think that he thought what a lot of people thought, that he was the much uh, superior fighter on the ground than Dumas. And, yeah. and the moment he got him in the guillotine, that he would have him. Because he went for the guillotine within 20, 20 yeah. seconds, but Dumas yeah. got out of it, you know? So, it's yeah. like... Yeah, I, I mean, but let's also credit Dumas with his first win in the UFC, you know? Uh, still... Well, it wasn't great, but he got the win. You know, it's so good and for he him. Got and, uh, he got the
0: win. He got the win. I just didn't enjoy the fight. No, I mean, it was no, me a no And 11 minutes of, of control time, but 17 significant strikes landed. Come on. And,
1: and the, the funny thing is, like, the UFC has like eight fights on the prelim card. They start and they start with 15 minutes of commercial. And then they have 10 minutes too short fight time. So they go over the. Pre- it's like, are you stupid? Know. You know, do yeah, your I, commercials. I know. You when you have and think about it,
0: if the Tyra fight was on the card, then it would have went way over time. Yeah, right? yeah. so that was. And originally it was at twelve o'clock the start time. They moved it to eleven thirty. Someone did mention this to me the other day. They're like, "Hey, I have a ticket," and they changed the time. Yeah. Is it the right time? I was like, I think so. Anyways, um, hey Marcus, what's up, man? Always he asks us <laughs> this every every card, every UFC card. Um, Hebus, I would say, right? Hebus, Rebus, be, right.
1: Abd wasn't that stuck that high after the Rodriguez side, I think I would say Rebus. Uh, let me think. Um,
0: Bondage. Yeah, yeah. I think, is, I,
1: I, I, I think Rebus is. I think Rebus is the right call. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. Even peak too. I mean, I was. He just. Ah. Yeah, I, I, I peak. I like watching so. the guy, but he didn't look good. He didn't look good in the fight. All right. Mist in the fight. Except for the main event. they I get lucky? You're sure to go back and watch. No, dude, you missed some good fights. I mean, not all of them, but the good thing is you're you're here on the podcast, you can listen to, to us tell you. Yeah, it's all the main event. Watch the Barber Hebas, watch that. You can watch Lane Talfa just to see the eye poker was like Santos seconds. Unama. Okay, Santos Unama, Macy Barber, Hebas, Alan Silva, uh Razabov, Radzibov, uh, and Beak Mariscal. and Jenkins Embers probably too. That was a pretty good fight. I think it wasn't a fight of the night. But I would, good.
1: I would check out Van against Olgas as well. As yeah, I that
0: was think. pretty good fight, too. I agree. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, looking at this card, man, what would you give it out a 10? Um, like an eight,
1: a seven. Eight?
0: Yeah, but there was some, so, there was like three fight of the night potentials, like 7.5 you know, so, because you so smile, you it. smile so, you so nice. I fucking talked him into that. Do you guys watch Iris? I don't watch it. There's just too much MA, man. I, I, I watched you, uh, USC PFL and Belter, really, for the most part. Um, find it harder to watch some of the other cards anyways um let's get to pfl if really quick mark if you
1: pull oh, down if you pull down your pants i give it an eight
0: <laughs> uh not <I'm> the podcast
1: <laughs> just kidding. also not outside the podcast dude
0: <laughs> oh my god oh my god all right let me just go to pfl now man yeah go ahead all right so we'll go to pfl guys just quickly we'll we, we will talk about that um so yeah i mean interesting card. let's just go through the fights really quick um Wow, so you guys flagged that fight on Topology. So we can start with that. So the fight between Roush Manfio and Nathan Chalty. Um, Nathan won. Nathan won the fight clearly, and he basically just. But it was it was much of a fight. Um, basically just took down Roush, held him against the fence. Neither guy threw any strikes with with damaging shots. Um, you could tell they were just basically light sparring, and the the bout's been flagged on Topology here for potential issues with legitimacy. The fight but was not hard fought to international standards. Um, it does say his wins remaining. I know that, I believe the commission in Georgia suspended, or not suspended, but they flagged the fight, and then, are they suspended? Is it, they suspended or
1: BFL suspended both fighters. Okay. It's on okay. the statement on the website.
0: Right. I, okay, I saw this yesterday. Okay, now I remember. All right, so I, I also saw Ian Parker talk about I think he said the commission got involved too. Okay. I do think the fight was um, a sparring match that they probably had an agreement that, hey, you know, Natan is... better fighter and he has a better chance of winning the million dollars so he's going to win the fight that's what i think happened so i actually think that it's not a bad call to flag this fight marcel in the end but the way that they did the the replacement with shane burgos getting in it's not how they did in the past they've always had like an alternate step in instead right it's kind of weird shane's coming in here now because he hasn't looked good um it makes it look like a little bit that they wanted him in i know you're a big Shane guy you're his friend uh, marcel we all like shane burgos on the podcast but like after the two performances in PFL, like it's just crazy to me he's going to get a chance to win a million bucks. It's crazy to me. How does it look good? Anyways, give me your thoughts. Uh, I'm going to go through the fights in a sec. but Because actually, guys, you talk about finishes. Holy fuck, there were some crazy finishes on this card. But quickly, Marcel, just give me your thoughts on the whole salty thing and, and Burgos filling in. But talk about the, the, the fight, the Schulte and, uh, yeah.
1: The thing is, like, um, I was talking to Shane uh, after his fight against Olivier or Marseille. I told him, like, they're going to give you Nishikawa, I'm sure. He's like, you think? I was like, yeah, man, they're going to give you Nishikawa. I don't know what they're doing with the other ones, but they're going to give you Nishikawa. He's like, why? I was like, because it's the best, probably your best shot to finish somebody there. I'm just honest with him, you know. And um, he's like, okay, let's see. And then they gave him Nishikawa. So um, they matched up Nathan Schultz with Hersh uh, Memphio. Both guys had three points from the first fights, you know. So we knew one of the two guys were gonna go out of the tournament. They didn't thought about the other Brazilian, who got, <laughs> and uh, he 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 qualified himself for for the playoffs. Um, the thing is, like Bur- Burgos won, so he was like I think he was number fifth in the standings, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And these two guys got disqualified. Listen, man, um, I feel like looks bad on pfl in my opinion you know it looks bad on bfl that's what i think and i listen man people are also ge- hitting on shane like uh i hope you lose now it's not shane's thing you know if listen man if you get a second chance uh delivered to you without you thinking you get that second chance you take it as well you know and shane told me as well that he feels bad for Manfio for and for sure so um but it's i mean it's on pfl here um i think it, it does something something about the... How do you say that? Legit, legitimacy. legitimacy. Yeah. So, um, I'm happy for Shaney gets another chance. Um, but man, it, it it seems weird. You know, it's super... I, I was literally on Instagram. And then I saw like a revised PFL stand or uh, uh, bracket. I was like, "What the hell?" I was saying getting into yeah. that, yeah. but he didn't even know that, you know, because he was on the, he was on a plane flight right back, right then. And he told me like my my phone blew up when I came out of the plane. He's like, and then I saw that I was in the bracket. I didn't even know about it. So, um, yeah, it's it's just a super weird situation. And I feel for Schultz and Manfio as well. You know, definitely for Schultz because, I mean. He won the fight. Yeah, he won the fight. And listen, man, those two are like best friends. I think uh, yep. they are godfather of each other's yep. children. Yep. What do you expect? You know, it's not for the million dollars. Yep. It's for a regular season fight. You know what didn't I mean? It did not make sense. It, nah. it,
0: and this is why PFL, I do watch it, but I'm getting sick of it because they handpick the matchups and call it the real tournament. It's not a real tournament when you're it's, handpicking the fights. They that, should be pulled out of a hat on a live stream, right?
1: 100%. That's the thing. I, I said it to a friend of mine yesterday. I was like... You have two regular season uh fights, pick those fights at the same time on the live stream out yep. of a head. Do yep. that, you know. If you pick the and if you pick the same matchup, you, you do it again. You know, you don't want the same matchups, but you gotta do it like that, you know, and then yep. it's honest. Then it's a real tournament, actually. Yep. Because now it's like, and I'm not saying anything that it's that it's corrupt or anything, but now it's like You favoring one guy against another and you make that matchup, you know what I mean? Because Shane had to fight OAM in his debut. Um uh, Santos Santos had to fight Wilkinson in his debut. All these guys for and girls from the UFC came in had to fight the champion in their debut, you know. And I understand you want to make this high-level matchup, but if you want to make it then do non-tournaments, you know what I mean? If you want to make high-level matchups, but if you do a tournament, you gotta put the eight guys or eight girls. In a hat, and just draw. You know what I mean. And do this two, f- do the two uh, matchups at the same draw. You know what I mean. Yeah. And don't absolutely. wait because now it's like, oh, yeah. and it's, it's not that it's not uh, specifically for, specifically for Shania, but now it's like, oh, we actually like this guy to go further in the tournament. We match him up with that guy, and those two guys we don't really like. We match them up with each other, so we know they're Likely not going to get any points, or one guy gets a point and the other doesn't, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's really, really weird for me.
0: I agree. Let's just fin- let's finish it up here, Marcel. We're at 120 on this podcast, which is yes. awesome, but uh, because we have to do the previews, so let's just get through these fights really fast. Um, so, uh, let's just quickly start from the top here. Livia, Amen, Mercier gets a crazy knockout over Anthony Romero. And if you didn't watch these knockouts, they're pretty great. Uh, I know you like this knockout, Marcel. I, I thought it was Brokey. a head kick, it was uh, me. <laughs>
1: He got staggered in the first round, almost, you know? Um, I mean, Romero.
0: Romero landed a crescent kick on Rootier. That was insane, eh? I was like, holy shit, you're going to win the fight? (laughs) That was a crazy (laughs) kick. Looked like Crow Cop or something. Anyways, great knockout. Sade had one of the best knockouts of the year as well with a spinning wheel kick. He styled on this guy, Shane Mitchell. That was another fight where you knew what PFL was doing with this fight, right? Like, a joke of a fight when you think about it.
1: All favorites won.
0: All the favorites won this card. The only fight, which is crazy, was the Salomon-Renfro. He was actually the underdog at the beginning of the week. Then he became a favorite. Remember I talked about on the show? I was like, I like Renfro here. Um, So I got all the picture right PFL, which is not that impressive. myself all the favorites. But the Renfro one was the hard one. I got that right. Anyways, um, C so looked great. Burgos, uh, Burgos looked terrible, in my opinion. I thought he looked terrible, Marcel, I'm not going to lie. I thought he looked terrible. I
1: feel, I feel like he, he wanted to go for the finish in the first round. And when he didn't get the finish, he was like, fuck it. I just win this fight. Yeah. and uh try to... Uh... He took
0: no damage, though, at least. That's the one good thing, right? Yeah. He's taken so much damage in his career. That's the problem. The PFL gave him a huge contract. He's on the downside of his career now, unfortunately. But I'm happy for Shane because the thing is, he's overpaid now, Marcel, but he was underpaid in the UFC, mm-hmm. right? So he's getting paid... He's Marcel, he should be making like... I think he's making 600000 a fight. Again, this I don't is... want to hate the fighter because good for him, but it's a little... Yeah, Shane's, Shane's
1: a great dude, dude. You know, and yeah. he got he got to uh, his his wife is due almost, uh, I yeah. think, in a week. So yeah. no, I, I know. I'm I'm happy for him. You know,
0: me, me too. I, like again, I I'm never going to complain about a fighter getting too much money. I'm just saying he was underpaid in the UFC, and re- relative to that, he's overpaid now. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> but I'm happy for him too because these fighters are underpaid criminally when they're in the UFC, specialties, So. Listen, I,
1: I, I said to Shane as well, man, that it looks kind of weird on the PFL, what they did here. So, I mean, I'm just honest to him, you know, and uh, I know he appreciates that, so yeah.
0: Magomed Karimov had a crazy knock over David Zawada, a great knockout there. Uh, oh, this was a crazy way. Magomed Umolatov and Naive Lopez. Great. I don't know if you saw this fight. This fight was fucking crazy. Yeah. you talk about a 10-7 round. That was a 10-7 round, right? Like
1: The dude wasn't getting out.
0: <laughs> how did this guy... There was times where I'm like, holy shit, this guy's going to gas up so out well, and the other guy's going to win. The Nate Lopez guy was another champion from, like, from Lux Fight League. Why did the UFC not put him in, in, in a contender? He's not bad, know. man. He's not that bad. He's tough. These Mexican guys are so tough, dude.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Clay Collar, great, great knockout over Stevie Ray. Wouldn't be surprising if Stevie Ray retires soon, I think. I, I think it's very possible. Mm-hmm. Carlos Leal, great knockout. Looked amazing. Again, the solved fight we talked about. Bruno Miranda defeated Alex Martinez by split decision. This was actually no, I was wrong because I, I think I picked Martinez. So this was another this is the only fight I got wrong, my mistake. <laughs> I almost say I got all the favorites right, but this one was one I, I think I picked Martinez by decision. It was very close in my opinion. I don't know what you thought about that, but
1: yeah, it was super close, man. Could have gone either way, but uh
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean... no problem with that. Renfro, great knock. I mean, to be honest, guys, he was losing the fight. Uh mm-hmm. was looking great at the low kicks and everything, he's technical striking, and then he gets flatlined. Uh Brandon Zuch- Zurcher, someone in the chat last week said it was a friend of his or something. Yeah, I remember that. And then the first guy, Abdullah Al Khatani. I actually missed the first fight because I thought the card was starting later. So I missed the first one, but he had a finish. So, I mean, it was a pretty good PFL card, to be honest with you. Just the one fight with salty, and uh, Manfield was a horrible fight with obviously, um, you know, some serious implications in their career. Because the thing is, if they can find like proof that they did fix the fight basically for Salty to win, their careers could be over potentially in the States. You know what I mean? So, We'll see if they were dumb enough to like text them, text each other or email each other and they actually look into it. But if it was just kind of like an unwritten agreement they talked about, Marshall, there's not much they could do, I don't nah. think, you know? All right, guys, let's just finish up. I'm going to take the last couple of questions. The PFL released the gate and tennis. I don't think so. Marcus, did you go to it? I know you're from Atlanta. Did you go? <clears throat> Would you guys want to compete inside the UFC for legacy or outside for more money? Um, I mean, I think everyone wants to go to the UFC. That's the goal for all the fighters. And, and But the thing is, like, it's also about making a living, like you said, like for instance, Shane Burgos has his kids, he's got a wife, like he needs to You thinking about them too, right? So,
1: yeah, man. And the, the thing you got to see, like, the Shane got the offer from PFL, like, I think two or three years ago, and he turned him down. It was still a good offer, he said, and he couldn't let him pass again after the uh, this time, you know, he, they gave him such a good offer. And he's like, in one or two years, I mean, he's set, his the the, the future of his children are set, you know. So, I mean, who wouldn't? <sighs> right
0: absolutely i agree all right let's finish up this podcast guys and to here um we're gonna start a new one in a second here we're gonna do the ufc vegas 76 preview so stay tuned for a minute guys i'll, I'll tweet that out in a second here but i uh, appreciate you ever joining us for the ufc jacksonville recap fun card man uh really enjoyed it marcel glad we got to chat about it today um me kind guys follow me on twitter at mm marcel big marcel 24 like share subscribe the podcast smash that like button if you don't mind tell your friends about it guys more than Mary in the podcast. Appreciate you guys. We have like a little community here. It's a lot of fun. Anyways, I'm going to end the podcast now and we'll start the new one in just a second here. Just wait for my tweet. I'll, I'll tweet it in two minutes or so. Thanks, guys. Peace. And talk to you very soon.